How you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Gimel, Daf seventy-three of Masechet <laughs> Just kidding, Masechet Kiddushin. But it may as well be Masechet Yevamis. Friends, you know, people think that Seder Nashim starts with Masechet Yevamis. It does, but it also ends with Masechet Yevamis. Perak Asar Yuchsin, friends. Friends, what's with what's with the parak of Asar Yuchsin? I learned Kiddushin like I don't know, thirteen years ago or something, and um, I don't remember Asar Yuchsin being so hard. But Chaver, Asar Yuchsin is Yivomis. It's Yivomis. All right, we're gonna start in Daf Ayin Beis and Beis three lines from the bottom all the way to the end of the line. Tanur Rabbanon, the Rabbis talk Ger No Simam Zeris Divrei Classic Yivomis Machlokas that. <coughs> A ger, <coughs> excuse me, a proselyte can uh, marry a mamzeris. The Rabbi Yosef's opinion, because his opinion is kalgerim lo ikrekol, that uh, when it says that a mamzeris is not allowed a yovel bekohol Hashem, right? Is that what it says? Lo yovel mamzer bekohol Hashem, gamder asir lo yovel lo bekohol Hashem. So um, when it says kahal, so it says kalgerim lo ikrekol. So therefore. Like, Kahal doesn't refer to Gerim, to proselytes. So Mamza can marry proselyte according to Abiyosi. Reb Yehuda Omer, Ger lo Yisom Amzeris. Whereas Reb Yehuda says Nisht, Reb Yehuda disagrees and he says Fakert. He says that a proselyte uh, cannot marry a Mamzeris because when it says that a Mamzer slash Mamzeris cannot marry in the Kahal, that includes the proselytes. Echod Ger, Echod Evid, Meshuchur, Vecholol, whether it be a Proselyte, whether it be a freed evid, whether it be a cholol, mutarim bikohenes, they are permitted to marry a kohenes, right? So while a kohen would not be able to marry a ger, evid, meshuchur, cholol, uh, but a kohenes can. My time with Yossi, Yakim Yossi says that a proselyte can marry a mamzeris. Well, chamisha koholik sive, it says kohol. Five times, um, I guess in the context of, yeah, Gabi Azharis, Psule Yuchsin, says Rashi. In the context of, uh, of uh, issues, issueatic, ishematic, problematic, uh, uh, Yuchsin situations. So want to say that a, 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 a mamzer cannot marry a coin. One call is to say that a mamzer cannot marry a levi. A third call is to say that a mamzer cannot marry a Yisrael. V'chad l'mishrei mamzer b'shtuki, v'chad l'mishrei shtuki b'yisrael. And then four and five are to teach that a mamzer is allowed to marry a shtuki. You could tell me what a shtuki is. A shtuki, we said, was a fellow who knows who his mother is, but doesn't know who his father is. Knows who his mother is, doesn't know who his father is. So there's a chance... That he's a mamzer. Who knows, right? Who knows? Maybe he's a mamzer. So we don't know who the father. We'd have to know who the father is to know exactly uh, what this fellow's status is. So we say that a mamzer is allowed to marry a shtuki because a mamzer is not allowed to marry a vada Yisrael, but this is not a vada Yisrael. It's a Suffolk Yisrael, Suffolk mamzer. So, so, so a mamzer is allowed to marry a shtuki. And also to teach that a Yisrael is allowed to marry a Shtuki. That a Yisrael is just prohibited from marrying a Vada Mamzer, but a Suffolk Mamzer, a Shtuki, who we can't know for sure, 
so Yisrael can marry a shtuki. This is Midoraisa. So we're going to see soon that uh, Midorabonon, though, we say that a, a, a Yisrael should not marry a shtuki. But Midoraisa, Yisrael can marry a shtuki. A mamzer can marry a shtuki. Shtukis, can, shtukis have options. Shtukis have options. Okay. Midoraisa, at least. So now. Okay. Okay. So Kalgerim, Lurkrik, Kohol. And therefore, Kalgerim, Lurkrik, Kohol. Meaning, there are five Kohols. And they're all used up. Kohen, Levi, Yisrael. Mamzer to Shtuki. Yisrael to Shtuki. That's all five. And therefore, uh, all five are uh, used up. And we don't, and, and, and none of them are to exclude a Ger from marrying a Mamzer. So Ger is allowed to marry a Mamzer. Whereas Rabbi Yehuda, according to Rabbi Yehuda, Kehanim v'levim mechad kol nafke. Rabbi Yehuda, however, says that Kohanim and Levim ultimately are all from the same tribe, from the tribe of Levi. So therefore, you just it only you only need one call for both Kohanim and for Levim. So isolate. So therefore, you have a a leftover call, an unused call. They call Gerim to say that Gerim are considered the call, and therefore Mamzerim are not allowed to marry uh, Gerim according to Rabbi Yehudavi. By same alternatively, Hochinami Trey call Alternatively, you can say that that Kohanim and Levim need their own kohal. So one calls for Kohanim, one calls for Levim. But Mamzer Bishtuki Bishtuki Bishrael Michad Kohal Nafka. But you only need one call, both for the fact that a Mamzer is allowed to marry a Shtuki and that a Yisrael is allowed to marry a Shtuki. So 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 the, that's enough from one call. So so therefore you have a, a extra call to teach. That um, a ger is considered part of the call, and a mamzer cannot marry a ger, according to Rabbi Yehuda. Now the pasuk says, right now, so but uh, but 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 let's back up one line. So mamzer b'shtuki b'shtuki b'israel michad kohol nafka, right? So we learn out mamzer b'shtuki and shtuki b'israel, mamzer b'shtuki and shtuki b'israel from one call, and now it continues lo yavo mamzer b'kohol Hashem. That when the pasuk says that a mamzer Cannot go into the call of God. Mamzer vadai hu delo yavo. Ha mamzer suffolk yavo. That a Yisrael cannot marry a definite mamzer, but he can marry a suffolk mamzer, a shtuki. Because vadai hu delo yavo, and a mamzer is not allowed to marry a kohol vadai, ha bikol suffolk yavo, but he is allowed to marry a shtuki. So Yisrael is allowed to marry a shtuki, a mamzer is allowed to marry a shtuki. I like to say the word shtuki. I feel like we've... What was another word that I like to say? I feel like there was another word at one point that I wanted... That I like to say a lot as well, but I can't remember. Was it even the word shtuki? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it was a different word. Shtuki is a funny word. Almost. It's an almost funny word. It doesn't quite quite pass the uh, funny threshold, but, 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 but it's close. It's almost there. Okay, Vibai um, Seima, alternatively, Haninamitre Kalininu, alternatively, these also need two calls. So you have one call for Kwanim and Levim. I'm sorry, you have one call for Kwanim, one call for Levim, one call for Mamzer uh, Shtuki, another call for Yisrael Tashtuki. Vitamidur Yehuda Mehocho, right? And then you, you need the final one to teach Yisrael. So you have, again, one call for Kwanim, one call for Levim, one call for Yisrael, and one call for Mamzer Shtuki, and one call for uh, Yisrael Tashtuki. So, so, how do I know then, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that Gerim are considered part of the call and cannot marry a Mamzer? 
Well, Hakol Chuka Achas Lochem Vilager Hagor. So the pasuk says Hakol. So the word Kol Chuka Achas Lochem Vilager Hagor. So we're comparing Kol and Teger. So we're saying that the Ger is part of the Kol, and therefore a Mamzer cannot marry a Ger according to Rabbi Rabbiosi. Now Rabbiosi argues though and says you can't compare Kohol to Ger in that pasuk because Chuka Achas because it says hakohol, then it says chukaachas lochem, and then it says vilager. So, 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 so there's an interruption, and therefore you can't, you can't, you know, uh, make a connection between ger and um, kohol. Fine. Um, okay. Now we had said at the end of the brisa that we started with echod ger vechod evin meshuchur vicholol, whether it be a Proselyte, whether it be a freed evid, whether it be a cholol, mutarim bekohenes are permitted to marry a kohenes. They can't if if they're a girl, they cannot marry a coin, but uh, boy uh, boys can marry koheneses. Misayel lerav, this supports Rav the Amar Vidom Rav. Lo, who's our ksheris? They know say levsulim that ksheris kohanuses are 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 not prohibited from. I.e., they're permitted to. Marry psulim, right? People who would not be able to marry a kohen, a kohenis can marry them. So, for example, a halala cannot marry a kohen, but a halal can marry a kohenis. Very beautiful. Darsh Rebzeira b'machoza, Rebzeira darshind in machoza. Ger muter b'mamzeris that a ger, a proselyte, is permitted to marry a mamzeris. Ragmu kuliamu besrogayu, and they all took their esrogim and they and they pelted him with their esrogim. They did not approve of that halacha. Um, Rav says to Rebzeir, Rebzeir, you got to be more diplomatic than that. What were you thinking? Why, why would you say that in a place where there are a lot of proselytes? Why would you, you know, why would you say, don't worry, proselytes, you're allowed to marry Mamzeir. That's not going to make them feel, uh, how's it going to make them feel? You're allowed, you're, yeah, <laughs> this is basically how we think of you. What does that say? So, so even though it's true, right? Meaning, meaning, if we're passing like Rabbi right? The Allah of Rabbi Yossi, so we're passing like Rabbi that that a ger can marry a um, a uh, mamzeris, but um, uh, <laughs> Rava says to Rabbi I mean that that was not very uh, diplomatic. You know, you don't get up and, and, and say that in front of a bunch of gerim. Don't advertise it as such. Rava darshav mechosa. Rather, Rava darshin ger muter bikohenes. A ger is permitted to marry a kohenes. Now that sounds like a better pill to swallow. A ger is allowed to marry a kohenes. Tanu b'shirai. The mamish paraded him through the streets of the town. Hip hip hooray. Who is the best guy in the world? Rava. And they were made a mamish a celebrity. So, but then he said to them, Ger mutub mamzeris. Then at that point, after he kind of sweetened it with, uh, with the, uh, Gerim Kimari Kohenesis, he then says, and a Ger can also marry mamzeris. Amrule, they said to him, Afsidto the Kamaisa, we no longer are parading you around the, um, town. We're not happy with you anymore. We revoke our initial enthusiasm. Ormelu, to which Rava says to them, wait, 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 people, people. Wait, I'm saying, you have the, you have options. You can marry Yisrael's, you can marry Kohenesis, you can marry Mamzeris's, you can marry whoever you want. You have options. So Rava was a real uh, diplomatic fellow. 
Right? Rav was the rabbi in Machoza. I guess Reb was the shtickle rookie, I guess. Reb was older than Rav. But anyways, Reb gets in and he just gets straight to the point. You know, you can marry a mamzer. And Rav says, hey, 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 you got to know how to, how, to, how, to, how to make the people feel good. Got to know how to work the crowd. You know, first you say that a ger can marry a kohenis. And then when they get upset that they can marry a mamzer, you say, hey, look, it's taka a good thing. You can marry whoever you want. You have options. You have to know how to, how to, how to, how to, deliver, how to deliver things in ways that the people will be happy about. V'yochsa, dalach is ger mutabakhenis. A ger is allowed to marry kohenis, mutabakhenis, and can also marry a mamzeris, mutabakhenis. A ger can marry kohenis, lo huzaru ksheris linose livsulim, because um, uh, uh, kohanises are allowed to marry psulim, uh, people who would not be allowed to marry a kohen, they would be able to marry a kohenis, meaning girls that can't marry kohen, and boys can marry kohenises. Umutabu mamzeris kribyosi, and a proselyte can also marry a mamzeris, like Reb Yossi. Fine. Um, let's go right there. Eluin Shtuki, Kol Shemaker. Okay, so we said that a Shtuki is a fellow who knows who his mother is, but doesn't know who his father is. Amarave, so now says Rav, Dvaiteire Shtuki Kosher. So as we just said earlier, that Midoraisa Yisrael can marry a Shtuki. Because Yisrael just can't marry a Vade Mamzer, but a Suffolk Mamzer is okay. So Midoraisa Shtuki Kosher. Midoraisa, you can marry a shtuki. My timer, how come? Well, rov ksherim etzla umiut psulim etzla. Well, remember, a shtuki is a fellow who knows who his mother is, but doesn't know who his father is. We don't know who the father is. So the shayla is, well, since we don't know who the father is, how do we know maybe he's a mamzer? Maybe, maybe, maybe this fellow is a mamzer. Maybe, maybe, maybe this fellow is a mamzer. But we say, look, you know, this fellow's mother who he knows who she is, is not a married woman. So, 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 so most people, right, she's a Pnuya, so most people are Ksherim to her. Right, the chances are, the chances are that this fellow, that this child is kosher. Right, again, Rob Sulemetz, Ksherim most people uh, would be kosher, you know, partners to her. Umiut Psulun, only muted, like Arias and stuff would be Psulun. Etzla. And if the people of the world went to her to have beer and make a baby, so called the parish, Meruba parish. Well, you can, well, anybody who's coming to her is coming from the majority, from, from the world, from the outside world. And, and most people in the outside world would be kosher to her. So we assume that this fellow who, 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 who they had a baby together was a kosher fellow. My Omar, then what are you going to say? But maybe Duma Ozli'i Maybe, but she, maybe she went to them, Havli Kavua, and therefore he, I don't know, it's Kavua, it's a funny thing. Called the Parish, Mubu Parish, and Kokavua, Kmechza, Mechzadamin. But anyways, whenever something is established, so it's considered 50 on 50, by 50, so 50 50. So if she goes to him, well, then she's going to him, and like in his place, which I guess we're saying is like Kavua is fixed, okay? And therefore that makes it Kokavua, Kmechza, Mechzadamin, which meant, which now makes it a 50 50. That maybe, you know, we have to treat it as 50-50 chance he's a mamzer. But still, whenever you have something fixed, so we treat it as 50-50. The Torah says, So it says that a mamzer can't marry a Yisrael. But mamzer vadai hu to lo yavo. But only a mamzer vadai cannot marry Yisrael. A mamzer suffolk, yavo bakal. But a suffolk mamzer can marry into the congregation. Bikal vadai, into a, a definite Yisrael. 
Wait, what? Mikol vade udelo yavo, right? That a, that a, Wait, 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 what, uh, wait, what, 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 are we doing both sides? I don't know what I'm doing again. Wait, what? Uh, let's back up a line. Hatar amalo yavo mamzer, so mamzer yavo, period. So a definite mamzer cannot <laughs> marry a Yisrael, but a, a Suffolk mamzer, like a shtuki, can marry Yisrael. And bekal vadai hu dilo yavo, and he, and, and a, um, uh, uh, I'm so confused. Wait, what? Mamzer vade udlo yavo, ha mamzer suffix yavo, yavo. Okay, so Yisrael can marry a suffix mamzer, and bekal vadai udlo yavo, and a vadai mamzer is not allowed to marry a vadai Yisrael, ha bekal suffix yavo, but can marry a suffix Yisrael, kilu ashtuki. Meaning, what it was saying is at first, we said that a Yisrael can marry a Shtuki, a Suffolk Mamzer, and then we said a Mamzer can marry a Suffolk Mamzer, okay? So, uh, wow, okay, fine. Yeah, this is Yavamas, what do you want me to tell you? Yavamas gets confusing, but it's okay. Uh, it's just going to get a little bit more confusing in a second. But um, anyways, so we're saying that, look, Mida Oraise, Mida Oraise, ah, my brain, I lost my brain now. Mida Oraise, a Yisrael can marry a Shtuki. A Yisrael can marry a Shtuki because... And the Shtuki, he knows who his mother is, he doesn't know who his father is. Chances are, his father is, um, chances are, his father was, um, was, uh, kosher. And, uh, me, and, and therefore, even, you know, even if it's Suffolk, so we say that Israel is allowed to marry a Suffolk mamzer, just can't marry a definite mamzer. Umatama mushtuki posel. So why do we say that a Yisrael cannot marry a Shtuki? Gezeira shemayisa achoso me'avos. It says Rave, well, the reason why we say Midir Abanon that Israel cannot marry a Shtuki is because we're concerned that, well, since we don't know who his father is, he might end up marrying his sister. We don't know. Maybe this girl's father is actually his father. We don't know. We don't know whose father is. So, Elameata, Shtuki Shtukis, Loisa, Shemisa Achoso Me'oviv. But then we say, well, if we're saying that a Shtuki can't marry a Yisraelis because we're concerned that maybe they're brother and sister, well, why do we say that a Shtuki can marry a Shtukis? Shouldn't we be have the same concern that maybe the same father that impregnated his mother also impregnated her mother and they're also siblings? So, so we say, nah, because we don't assume that this guy is going to do this so many times, you know. He, uh, he had one baby uh, 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 with somebody who he wasn't married to. Uh, the chances are he's not gonna 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 do it. Uh, and so they wouldn't create two shtuki situations. So that's why that's allowed. So now um is loisa. Okay. Now the gemara says okay, but maybe okay. Don't break your brains over here. We're just gonna do it quick. Uh, pull off the bandaid. So the uh, a shtuki shouldn't be able to marry the daughter of a shtukis shema yisa because maybe the daughter of the shtukis is actually his sister. I guess maybe the shtukis married his father. Whatever it is, ella loshricha To which the Gemara says, yeah, but we say that a shtuki is allowed to marry the daughter of a shtukis, and 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 we're not concerned that maybe he's marrying his sister. So we say, yeah, because it's not common. So here also, let's say that it's not common, meaning. I don't know, there's a little bit of noise outside, but I don't think anything major. But anyways, um, here also, 
so, no, so why don't we say the same argument? I mean, the question is, Mida Oraisa Yisraelis is allowed to marry a Shtuki. Mida Oraisa Yisraelis is allowed to marry a Shtuki. We're saying Mida Abonanat. The question is, how come? Ultimately, we're saying it's not a common, right? We said, Rava wanted to say because maybe the, uh, uh, he'll end up marrying his sister. But just like the daughter of the Shtukis, it would be uncommon that he would end up marrying his sister. So also Yisraelis, it's uncommon that he would end up marrying his sisters. Ella, Maila also biyuchsin. Rather, says the Gemara, no, it's simply that when it comes to lineage, we are extra uh, uh, stringent and and therefore we say, look, don't marry a shtuki just because we don't know, we, you know, we don't know for sure what the sta- his status is. What's all that noise outside? One second. Jeez, I think it's barely anything. I'm probably hearing like some kind of vibration more than anything else. Okay, let's go weiter. Um, now. Vamaravan says Rabbit Vatora Asufi Kosher. Mida Araisa, a Yisraelis, can marry in Asufi. And Asufi is somebody who knows neither his father nor his mother. You know, he has no clue his lineage. So Kosher Mida Araisa, um, a Yisraelis can marry in Asufi. My time out come. Well, Aishas Ish, Bibailatola. Well, if the concern is that. Well, maybe he's a mamzer because we don't know who his father and mother is. And we're concerned that maybe his mother had an affair and he was born from an affair, so he's a mamzer. But if that's the case, that she was a married woman, she would just say that she got pregnant from her husband. So we're not concerned that this abandoned baby came from a married woman because if she was married, then she would just say that she got pregnant with her husband. So my Ika, okay, so then... Who do we think are his parents? So miut arusos umiut shalchu Well, one option would be that uh, you can have a betrothed woman, right? If she's betrothed, so then she won't say that it's from her husband because they're not married yet. Alternatively, a married woman whose husband is away someplace, so also she won't say that it's from him. So that would be, and in those cases, the child would be a mamzer, but at the same time, came into Ika, Pnuya, Vikanami Demachmas Rivon, but then again, it could be that there was an unmarried woman who, who, who right, that, right, that, right, that, that, that the, the baby was born to an unmarried woman, in which case, she's not a, uh, um, uh, the, the, the child is not a mamzer, but also the, the mother couldn't, I guess, say that, it, you know, who it came from, so she abandoned the baby, or maybe it was a time of famine where, there was simply no food to sustain the baby, so the, so so the mother abandoned the parents abandoned the baby. So there, so in those cases, the child would not be a mamzer. So therefore, have a palga ufalga. So therefore, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know. You know, it could be from a. Uh, it could be from a uh, arusa. It could be from a, a woman whose husband is is away. In which case, it would be a mom. The child would be a momzer, but it also could be from a pnuya or during a time of famine or because there's no food. So, so then, in which case, it would not be a, a momzer. So we don't know. It's fifty fifty. But Torah, the Torah says, "Loyavu momzer b'kala Hashem that a momzer cannot marry into the congregation. Momzer vaday who's loyavu a certain a definite momzer." Cannot marry Israel. Her moms are Suffolk, Yavu Bakal. But a Suffolk moms can marry a Israelis. Vad, Yavu. Bakal Vadai who delo Yavu. And he cannot marry a, um, call Vadai or Bakal Suffolk, Yavu. But a moms can marry a, um, Suffolk moms 
So we see, as we said earlier, that Mida Oraisa, a Yisraelis, can marry a Suffolk Mamzer, including in a Sufi. Matam Amu a Sufi Pasul. So why do we say that in a Sufi is Pasul and an Yisraelis cannot marry in a Sufi? Ishamisa Achosum Yavivu. Maybe, oh, maybe he'll end up marrying his sister from his father. So, so Ella Meata a Sufi a Sufis Lo Yisa. But if that's the case. Then in a Sufi also shouldn't be able to marry in a Sufis. Shamisa Achoso Ben Mi'ovit Ben Mi'imo. Well, maybe he'll end up marrying his sister, whether from the father, whether whether from the mother, because nobody knows, right? Both of them are a Sufis, so they don't know who their fathers are, their mothers are. So Kolani Shadi Ve'asli. So we're saying, what are so many people abandoning their babies? Okay, but Bas Asufi Lo Yisa. But then you shouldn't be able to marry the daughter of an Asufi. Shema Yisa Achoso. Maybe it'll be his sister. Elo Lo Shchiach. Rather, he can marry the daughter of an Asufi because uh, it's uncommon. Ochinami lo shchiach. So here also I'll say it's not common, right? Meaning the chances of a Yisraelis who marries an Asufi ending up marrying her brother is pretty low chances. Rather, the reason why Yisraelis cannot marry an Asufi is simply because we have a special um, a criteria. Um, we hold up to a, high, a higher pedestal when it comes to uh, lineage. It's like we're back in Masechti Yavomis. Omer Rave Baravuna Mitzol Mohu. So if you find an abandoned baby, but the abandoned baby has a brismila, ain't bomishum asufi. So it is. Uh, we don't we don't treat the baby as a suffic mamzer, as an asufi as a suffic mamzer. Rather, we assume that that the child was born kosher, and that's why the parents, uh, um, 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 you know, uh, took care of the brismila. Um, uh, if the bones of the baby were straightened out, so then the child is not in a Sufi, right? If, I mean, they didn't just, the baby wasn't born and immediately abandoned. It was like taken care of properly after birth. Shaif Mishcha, if it was rubbed with oil, or had some stuff around its eyes, eye stuffy arounders, uh, like powders, makeup, eye stuff around their stuff. Rami Khumre, if they were like knots, I don't know, like tied knots, that's like a thing. Talipiska, Utlikmiya, if you had some kind of amulet with some written, written incantation of sorts or some herbs in it. Einbomishum Asufi, in these cases also, the child would not be considered an Asufi, a Suffolk Mamzer, rather it would be considered a kosher baby. Talibidikle, if the baby was hanging in a, uh, you know, from a, uh, a palm tree, I guess in like a basket or something. Imatile chaya, well, if a wild animal would be able to reach it, then you do have to be concerned about a Sufi that it was just abandoned. Uh, that maybe it's a Suffolk Mamzer. But if a wild animal cannot reach it, then we don't have to be concerned about a Sufi. It's not a Sufi. If a sorb tree is uh, close to the city. Then you have to be concerned about concerned about Sufis because apparently demons hang out in sorb trees that are close to the city. Um, but um, uh, wait, what's the imlav? What if it's uh, I guess in a different tree or or I guess maybe even if it's not so close to the city, then there's no issue about a Sufi. If there is a synagogue that is um, close to the city. But outside of it, apparently the synagogues were outside of the town. I wonder why. If there are a lot of people there and the child was found there, you don't have to be concerned about Nasufi. But if there are not people there, it's just kind of abandoned. So you have to be concerned about Nasufi. Some kind of pit of date 
pits, they would like put date pits there for animal seed. If the baby's found there, then you have to be concerned about a Sufi. If it's in the middle of the river, there's no concern about a Sufi because the mother put it there so that people will, will find it in the middle of the river, like other people on the river. Pishrei, uh, but if it's on like the side of the river, kind of like where, I don't know, apparently like the snow melts and then there's like extra water, kind of like swampy stuff, so then it's considered abandoned. We have to be concerned about a Sufi. See, there is if the baby's in the side of the Shusarabim, kind of a protected area, we're not concerned about a Sufi, but if it's in the middle of the public domain, but if it's during a famine, we're not concerned about a Sufi. What's Rava referring to when he says if it's a famine? If you're talking about if he finds the, if, if it, if the baby is found in Rosh we're saying that if it's during a famine, then we're not concerned about a Sufi. Well, what is the, uh, the fact that it's a time of famine have to do with anything? Just because it's a time of famine, why would a mother who has a kosher baby Put him in the middle of the Shusarabim where it's dangerous. But let's see the Rishusarabim. Or rather, it's the side of Rishusarabim. But my area, Shneiravun, Afilu, below Shneiravun. But then what's the difference if it's a famine or not? Even if it wasn't a famine, if it's the baby is found in the side of Rishusarabim where it's protected, so it would not be in a Sufi. Hello. Ki itma derava, ahad amr rav Yudar amr rav ab amr Yehuda bar zavde amr rav. Rather, um, um, Rava is talking uh, when he talks about the famine years, talking about that which Rav Yuda Amr Rav Abba Amr Rav Yehuda Bar Zavdi Amr Rav says called Zman Shuk of Vimon Emanim Olav that if you know if 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 the if the baby is found in the uh, market and immediately uh, his father and mother come and say this is our baby so they are believed Nesaf Min Ashuk but once already the baby is taken from the market and is considered to be an Asufi they are no longer believed about the baby my time once already it's kind of gone out the name right it's assumed that this baby is an Asufi they can no longer claim that it's theirs but if it's during a famine even if the baby has been collected from the market the father and mother are still Believed to say that it's their baby. There are three examples where people are believed immediately. These are them: a Sufi, midwife, and a woman who can exempt her friends. What does that mean? So Sufi So the Sufi is that which we just said, right? If the parents immediately say that it's their baby, they are believed. Chaya, a midwife. A midwife is believed to say this is the one that came out first. This is the bechor. This one came out second. When is she believed? As long as she hasn't left the room and then come back. Once she leaves the room, well then in an emenes she's no longer believed to say which one is came out first and which came out second. No, only if she hasn't moved from her position, then she is believed. If not, then she if she has moved from her position, she's no longer believed. My benai, what's the nafkamina between leaving the room and moving from her position? Well, what if she just turns her head? According to the Tanakama, it would be okay because she hasn't left the room. According to Rebeliezer, well, she moved. So she wouldn't be believed anymore. Poteris Chavosel, Mahi, what's the example of a woman who could exempt her colleagues? 
Tetanus, we learn in the Mishnah Masech Tanida, Shalosh Nashim Shayu Yishenus Mita Achas. If you have three women who are sleeping in the same bed, like kind of apparently like on top of each other, Venimsa Dam Tachas Achas Men, and blood was found uh, um, uh, under one of them, Kulan Tmeos, so you have to assume that all of them are Tmeos because we don't know who it came from, that they're Nidas. Uh, but if one of them immediately checked herself with a cloth, and it turns out that she is 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 Anida, then she is Tmea and the others are Tahoros. Uh, as long as she immediately um, uh, checked herself to determine that. Friends, that was Ein Gimel of Mesech Hope you enjoyed. Peace out.